This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production, with your hosts, Wicked Wade, Marvelous Mark, and Bodacious Bob. This week, the tittering tripartite elucidate one of life's many conundrums, the existence and acts of Startus Hados. To you or I, that's stupid, kids. Please prepare for snot bubbles of mirth and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Distractable, the podcast where we talk about whatever we want to talk about, whenever we want to talk about it, and uh, that's not the intro. What are talking about? <laughs> that could yeah, be the know. intro. What's wrong with that intro? Welcome to Smartless, everyone. Welcome to Smartless. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to literally any other podcast, but our podcast here. We talk about uh, certain subjects of which I will bring the topic up at a, in, a, in a few moments here, but um, something about points, uh, I literally have forgotten. You all right, man? Uh, Jesus Christ. We talk about uh, certain subjects, and then we discuss them. And these two fine gentlemen that I'm joined with this week, Hi. maybe not next week, we don't know. We might have other people rotating in and out, oh. um, are Bob and Wade. How are you guys doing today? I'm well concerned now. That's not... <laughs> That's news to me. <laughs> when I'm the host, you'll always win from here on out, buddy. No worries. Yeah, same here. Oh, it sounds good. That's 10 points. Just don't fire me, please. Don't fire me from your podcast, sir. <laughs> my please, podcast. Please. You know, the one, it's got my name on it, right? Yeah. yeah, something like that. If you rearrange the letters of distractible, you'll get trick down. <laughs> trick to play. Trick Tabla. Which we all know <laughs> is Mark's actual name. Uh, uh, Trick Tabla. I be dis rat. We know. 
Anyway, I'd like to give a shout out to the people that have established the Distractable subreddit. There's only a few hundred people right there right now, but if you are listening to this and want to join the subreddit, you can do so because the people there are already attempting to be funny. So if you can lend your funniness to them and uh, make us laugh at jokes about the things that we talk about on the podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. We won't link it because you're listening to us on a podcast and we can't link anything and you can't click on it. So you got to find it for yourself. Good luck. Do that thing where you spell it really emphatically. Reddit.com slash Lars. Holy fuck. <laughs> Reddit.com slash Lars slash Distractable. Your mocking of me fell apart at the seams. Yikes. I shouldn't go for it. I can't do it. I can't do it on purpose when I need to. So why am I able to do it then? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. The subreddit's on Reddit, right? After that one I just heard. I'm trying yeah, to make sure. Yeah, it's slash Distractable yes. on Reddit. Oh, okay. Yeah, Got it. Much. Okay, cool. Yeah, so everyone listening at home, go to Reddit. If you don't know where Reddit is, probably stay away from it because it'll suck you in and it's pretty much not worth it. I have to burp, but it's not burping. Burp yourself. Get I can't. How? how pat, you? pat your chest. You mean how? It's not working. Harder. It's not working. Harder. That's just, it's just making more carbonation appear in Harder. my stomach. How? <sighs> what do you mean how? More force. Get some more muscles. <sighs> Yeah, that'll Oh, my God. Yeah, this is come agony. On. This is the worst intro to an episode you know You know what you need had. to do? You need to jump up and down. That'll help. Jump up and down. <laughs> Bob, do you think we should stop letting him win after how horrible this has been? Yeah, Mark, uh, this is why you never win, because you can't, oh, can't host God, to save your I feel, life. I'm going to throw I'm gonna throw up. I feel like I'm going to throw up. Jump up and down. It'll save your life. <laughs> <laughs> or do some somersaults. Do some somersaults. <laughs> this is terrible advice. What oh, about okay. a cartwheel? I know you can cartwheel. 13.75 jumping jacks. Oh, God. It'll come out eventually. I'm just trying to accelerate the process of it coming out. All right, I'm going to jump up and down, I guess. I have Amy or someone beat you in the back of the broom. I can't hear you guys because I took out my headphones. Good. <sighs> I'm excited. Oh, God. Do it. <sighs> yes. If we hear him vomit, I might actually have to leave for a minute. It's not helping. It's forcing it down. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Relax your muscles. Oh. Did you relax your muscles while you were doing it? Because that's really... Oh. You right? you relax your muscles when you're jumping. Just you had a deep breath and then jump. Only you only only engage your your legs. Let your core flop around like a yeah. raggedy doll. Kind of like a okay. fish out of water. The top half and the bottom half. You're just jumping. I'm gonna not do any of that. No, I actually feel awful. Can we fix it? I feel a hundred percent terrible. All right, well we have our fault. <sighs> yeah. All right, cool. Anyway, uh, I feel I legitimately feel terrible. Okay. So take two of that intro. Uh, All right, take two. Yeah, let's just uh, pick it up from here. Uh, this is distractible, where we uh, uh, talk about conversations. Bob and Wade, um, do you? Would you guys like to know the topic for this week's episode? Sure. Yeah, usually. All right. So the topic is kids are stupid. I really want to touch on ideas and stories from either your childhoods or you witnessing terribly stupid kids because we all know that kids are dumb. My childhood is filled with horribly terrible decisions that I have made as a child and as almost not a child. What age limit do we have for kids? 11 and below. Okay. Right. Let's get out of teenage years. Just wanted to be clear. No no teen, no preteen, 11 and below. It does eliminate a lot of dumb stuff. A lot, yeah. Apparently, a lot of my dumb behavior was in my teenage years. If you guys need time to think about it, I can do a little mini story that I have from my childhood. Yeah, did you have one that inspired this? Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, I've told you guys how stupid I was. 
multiple times. But I'm focusing on the things where I almost killed other people. Cool. Because that is a strangely common thing when you're a child. You just put other children in horribly dangerous situations. Or yourself. It's either you're about to die or some other kid is about to die. So uh, me and my brother, we like to go into the woods a lot. And one time... We go out there with a saw because we saw this vine on this tree that we were going to cut down and we we're going to swing on it because we love swinging on vines. And so we get out there and we cut down this vine. And we unwrap it from the tree and we tug on it a few times. And we're like, yeah, that's that's sturdy. Yeah, that could definitely hold us up. And uh, this other kid was walking through the woods as well. We knew them because, you know, we, we often went in the woods together and there were kids from all the neighborhoods that, like, just wandered the woods, which nowadays seems weird, but, like, that's just such a cherished childhood that I had. So this kid came over, and what me and my brother saw was a perfect test subject for the vine. And the problem with this vine, or what made it so great, was that it opened up over this kind of ravine. Or as a kid, it looked like a ravine. Probably now it's just a hill. But it looked like a ravine. And at the bottom of this ravine were just a bunch of thorn bushes. So we talked to this kid over here, and we're like, hey, check out this vine that we just cut. And I remember the kid asked, oh, did you swing on it already? And me and my brother went, yeah, of course. Of course we did. <laughs> Your turn. Go ahead. And so uh, this kid... Uh, he swung out on the vine, and it didn't break. It was great. And uh, he came back, and he was like, oh, that's awesome. And we're like, oh, this is so great. It works perfectly. Everything's good. And then he goes again. He just gets a running start on it. He goes way back, swings as hard as he can, swings super far out. And, like, at the apex of his swing, the vine snaps, and he just plummets right into the thorn bushes. Ah. And we just we just hear him, like, hit. You know, you know like, how, like, kids sometimes squeak when they make an impact oh god <laughs> i just remember hearing this ah! <laughs> like a squeaky toy <laughs> oh no the kid we hear him like start crying in the bush because he doesn't know whether to move to get out of it or like because every time he, he's moving it hurts and, and to us it looks like he just went into like the jaws of like spinning blades of death i'm sure that like childhood brain made this much more distorted he like managed to find his way out like he's crying as he's trying to crawl out and then he just like gets out of the bushes and you see like thorns sticking out all over him he's got like little trails of blood running down he's oh. like <laughs> oh. i'm gonna go home now <laughs> like, okay bye and so me and my brother thought we were in so much trouble that we decided to bury the saw because we didn't want anyone thinking that we did it what the? Like, legitimately, there's a saw buried by a tree in the woods, like, by my childhood home. If anyone finds it, you know what happened there, and you can't tell a soul. So, that's a little mini story. The burying of the saw is a concerning instinct. That's a very murdery <laughs> instinct. Yeah, man, I don't know, man. We were kids. We didn't know what to do. We thought we were in trouble. Best to hide the evidence. Fair, I guess, but, like, damn... I think the kid's alive. Who knows? The squeak is a very identifiable thing. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm pretty sure I I did a lot of those squeaks when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, not to not to dominate this episode, but there's actually another there's another similar thing. It's a it's a much quicker story. Go for it. Yeah. So when uh, me and my brother were slightly older, we were staying over in my mom's apartment, and the apartment complex has a lake outside and it's the middle of winter so the lake is kind of frozen over oh hell yeah so me and my brother were like testing the edges and we step out a little bit and it's holding our weight um and it's holding really well the only problem is in the center we definitely see that the center is not frozen so we stay away from the center 
But over time, as we're playing, we get a little closer and a little closer. And, you know, we're sliding around. We're having fun, throwing snowballs and whatnot. And this other kid comes over, and he's like, hey, you guys playing out there? And we're like, yeah, yeah, come on, it's safe. And so he comes out, and he's playing, and it's fine at first. And then, you know, we're... He asks us, like, if it's safe near the hole in the center. And we're like, yeah, it's good. It's good, man. <clears throat> Definitely good. What the fuck? So the kid goes near the center. And he doesn't go even close. But he gets, like, kind of close. And he just falls right through. Right? And so me and... It's kind of like the squeak thing again. Because you just hear him go, like, ah! And then he's down beneath the water. Uh, but he comes right back out. Me and my brother do nothing to <clears throat> go near him. Uh, he, he comes back out. And he comes out of the water. And I know this seems like we're absolutely terrible. But remember, we're kids. And he crawls out, and me and my brother are just like, <gasps> we're looking down at the ground as if the ice is going to break beneath our feet at any moment. <clears throat> like, there's going to be that huge, like, glacial crack in the ice that's going to chase right to our legs, and then we're going to look at each other and go, ah! And he comes out, and he's just dripping water. And then uh, he's like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to go home now. Like, in a very... <laughs> It might have been the same kid from the Thornbush. God, I'd like damn. to think this Jesus. is the same guy. <laughs> Every time anything stupid had to happen, that kid would come around. And you and your brother looked at each other, <laughs> and you were like, you know what we have to do. And you started digging a child-sized hole, and you were like, just lay down, just lay down. And he was like, oh, okay, I'll just lay down, warm my up. And he buried the kid and never went back. I know how it goes. The funniest thing was, like, he walks away, and, like, this guy apparently had been watching us from his balcony. This, like, old man was just like, Hey! You shouldn't play on the ice! <laughs> and then we, me and my brother were just like, Oh, okay! <laughs> As you're leaving, you and your brother just like, Oh, thank you! <laughs> thank, thanks! You really saved us. Appreciate it. Yeah. God damn. So anyway, sorry, didn't mean to nominate the opening of the episode but just wanted to give you time to percolate those paint a really those paint a really interesting picture of you and your brother being like those like demons who try and lead other children to their death yeah. <laughs> like if you you just you're, you're doing something that looks fun and some kid shows up yeah. and is like hey hey is this safe and you and you and tom are just like yeah it's safe <laughs> come on look we're doing it yeah. Here, swing on this vine. It's safe. And then you just stand there watching, just like. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to understand, like, me and my brother's childhood was the same thing, but just to e each other. Like, it was always the same. That's how we had that how far up the stairs can you jump off contest. That's how I broke sure. my arm because it was like we were on the monkey bars and we, there were other kids there. It just so happened to be my day to fall through the ice when it was how far out the monkey bars can you jump and grab a, a rung and I fell and broke my arm. It was just like, you know, every kid takes his turn. You, know, you never know who's going to be the one squeaking on the ground when they hit. I think I actually never had like a severe injury as a kid. And kids are pretty bouncy, yeah. but like I probably should have... Uh, but I think I don't think I've ever actually broken a bone in my body. Never. I don't think so. I think I might have broken a toe as an adult, like a, a pinky toe or something. But I never broke a, like a bone or had to wear a cast or anything growing up either. I had to get stitches twice, but both of those were like freak accidents. Yeah. I think you assume a lot about what all kids do, Mark. No, but every kid is dumb and gets in trouble or gets hurt in some way. Like, you know, I'm looking for these kinds of stories. It doesn't have to be you guys. I can think of, like, a dumb thing my brother did, and I can think of, like, a dumb thing I did, but they weren't, like, necessarily super dangerous. Well, it doesn't have to be super dangerous. The topic is kids are stupid. You can get anything. If you have your stories, I'm ready to hear the titles. 
I award a thousand points to myself for my incredible story. The problem is they're both really short tales. Like, they're not very long. Sounds like a bunch of excuses. Bob, what do you got? Kind of in the same situation. I have a couple stories in mind. None of them is, like, particularly a whole story. But I do have a thing about a dirt bike track that I feel like it's promising. I think I'm going to lead with that. If you want to just make this a, an entire episode of us sharing stupid stories that are random snippets, because none of my stories are like long either. Let's just do that, you know? Yeah. Probably. I've got like what? Picture Day. Picture Day. And The Enemy's Treehouse. Picture <laughs> Day and The Enemy's Treehouse. Oh, those are good. Hey, uh, you know what? Let's just, let's just forget the titles, you know? These stories are so well, short. All right. Let's... Well, I came up with one, but all right. Oh, <laughs> since you did it. No, I've got titles. Don't leave me out okay, okay, points. Okay. Uh, I've right, got okay, um, okay. the... the uh, hurt in the woods and um, yard darts should not exist. <laughs> I want to hear yard darts because I just yeah, I can hear yard darts, darts too. All right, five points. All right. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speeds slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's hear about yard darts. All right, so I grew up in the same house for basically most of my childhood. We moved there when I was like four years old, and I grew up in the same neighborhood. And so I sort of, you know how you get to sort of know the people in your neighborhood? Most of the guys in my neighborhood were bad, were like not good oh. friends to me. They were all like football players and basketball players, and I was a jock at that point. I mean, I wasn't really. I was always a nerdy little kid, but I played sports, so I kind of knew them from like football or whatever, basketball, soccer, when I was a kid. But so behind my house, there's like a cul-de-sac that curved around. So basically there's another street behind my house. The neighbor directly behind me was a kid in my grade. And then across from his house, there's another kid that was like a year or two younger than us. And they were, I don't know if like bullies is completely the right word, but they were essentially like my bullies. But also, as a kid, you can't really go anywhere. So they were like the you know, main friends I had to hang out with at that point. So if anyone out there doesn't know what yard darts are, so people our age and older probably do, but I don't know if they exist anymore. There used to be this, it's like a backyard game. It's like cornhole or like that thing where you smack the ball on the little trampoline and it's, it shoots around like crazy. I don't know what it's called. It's like a backyard game, right? It's meant for like fun, casual, hanging out, play the thing. 
yard darts were very heavy, very large versions of the kind of dart that you throw at like a dartboard. Yeah. They weighed maybe a few pounds and they had metal pointed tips on them. The, the idea being you set up like two areas kind of far apart that are basically the targets and then you toss the yard dart through the air and it gently arcs and sticks in the grass you know it lands point down and sticks up and you can see and you, and you get some points or something it's a very simple sounding game yeah but i feel like just from that description can you tell why something that weighs three pounds and has a metal pointed tip and is meant to be thrown probably shouldn't exist around six to ten year old boys yeah yes yeah. i can kind of put two and two together and, and apparently that they were banned by um consumer product uh, safety commission in 1988 for the record yeah well they're incredibly fucking dangerous <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm looking at the pictures of them they look dangerous even adults who are doing it safely you could get a yard dart through your foot if you're playing in sandals and someone hucks one you know a little oh, yeah. too far it's so dangerous they are literally responsible for the deaths of children which is why they got banned yeah exactly <laughs> exactly fun game <laughs> arrows that you throw it's great. Throw them hard, kids. Up in the air. Big, heavy arrows you throw towards other people. Super fun. I'll catch it with my teeth. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine cornhole, but with like spiked cannonballs. Just like, yeah. <laughs> Got it. So anyway, that existed. And the neighbor who was probably the most like sort of bully to me. He's not a nice guy and he treated me really poorly, but we hung out all the time. He owned the yard darts. And also since we're all football players, there's this game that uh, football players and a lot of people, I guess, probably are familiar with called like 500 or other names of it, where a group of kids stands together and one person is like it, they have the ball and you throw the ball up in the air and you say like hundred points and whoever catches it gets a hundred <laughs> points. And the first person out of the herd of children to get to 500 points then becomes the thrower, right? Yeah. And there's all kinds of rules. You can make it dead or alive. So it's like, ooh, even if it hits the ground, you can still get the points. So it's a dead scramble and everybody elbows each other. Well, so imagine that game mixed with like the yard dart game, uh -huh. except the only <laughs> reward is you live. <laughs> If you don't get hit by the dart, you live. That's motivating. Uh, and that's it. And so whoever is the biggest piece of shit takes a yard dart. And whoever is the dumb idiots who hang around with their bullies all the time group up at the other end of the yard. And the bully is like, all right, don't move till I throw it. It's not fun unless it's dangerous. You got to stay closer together, closer, smaller target. And like literally this kid would just throw yard darts at us. Oh. And I think I got hit once on like the calf. It was like a glancing blow, but it still made a big gash on my calf. Yeah. But uh, that's just like the dumbest thing. One, who would do like that kid? If he had hit one of us in the head throwing the yard darts, uh -huh. he's a murderer. <laughs> he is an eight-year-old murderer. <laughs> and he has absolutely no concern yeah. for that but like all of us were participating i heard him be like all right what we're gonna do is we're gonna play 500 but i'm gonna use these yard darts and you guys just get out of the way right just don't let it hit you and i heard yeah. that and i'm like all right and continued to do multiple times we played that more than once oh my god anyway i should be dead and kids are terrifying. No, no, man. That just reminds me of all the different like childhood toys that are now banned just because they were too incredibly dangerous. Like I'm looking up some of these, like the old uh, 
I don't I don't know if they do these anymore. You know those like uh you make candy in like this big science lab type of things and like the candy was like this gummy stuff that you flow through test tubes and all this shit. Ugh. And apparently it was horrific choking hazards. Ugh, that actually makes me physically gag. I mean, the candy was fucking awful. No, like, I know. Like they were, I remember. And it's just like a kid can't differentiate between what's a toy and what's a piece of equipment and like the oh. <laughs> the crafting of said candy. Oh, God. oh, my God. I'm just looking at some of the toys recently that were banned. Like there's Avengers like Black Panther Claws with like actually sharp claws. So, of oh, course, no. a kid put his hand in it and just fucking tore up the other kids. Oh. Oh my god. I don't feel like this is that dangerous, but my favorite toy that I believe has been banned. You remember Sky Dancers? Yeah. They're like little no. fairy ballerina figurines. And it, it's kind of like a Beyblade, except it flies instead of being on the ground. It starts on a thing and you pull the cord and it spins and flies like a little helicopter. Yeah, of course. Except they get sucked into wherever the air currents are going. And if there's a fire, the air is being drawn to the fire and then up and out the chimney. Yeah. So if you do them in like a room with a fireplace that's on, it just gets sucked into the fire and kids are chasing their new Skydancer <laughs> toy into the fire. Yeah, yeah. There's that like classic meme of the girl. It's like Christmas. There's a Christmas tree and she has the obviously new toy and launches it first time and it just goes right into the fire. <laughs> like two <laughs> seconds and she's just like, no! <laughs> oh my God. There was a toy called the Clackers. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, but I vaguely remember this being in like random like uh, daycares or shit. It's like this kind of thing that you just two two plastic balls and you just like slap them together and they go clack, 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 clack. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So apparently in the 60s and the 70s, they weren't just like plastic. They were made of acrylic and they were just on two strings. And so you clack them together and at some point the acrylic could explode and it would send jagged shards of acrylic surging into people's eyes and oh, like oh no. my god and what fun clacking two balls together <laughs> oh boy oh slap bracelets oh dude oh i remember those yeah slap bracelets are dangerous those are awesome yeah but like people slap them so much the metal gets exposed so it's just a sharp metal <sighs> edge inside like a razor you're meant to slap on your own wrist all the time yeah. easy bake ovens went through a couple i don't know if those are still a thing but people would get their fingers kids got their fingers stuck in the door and then they had to replace oh. it with like a thing with a grate and i think that still caused more problems Oh, definitely. I believe it. Yeah. I just looked this up. Apparently there was a toy called Atomic Energy Laboratory that contained actual traces of radioactive elements. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. A lab set released by the AC Gilbert Company in 1950 intended to create a kit so that children could create and watch chemical reactions get inspired to pursue careers in science. But the kit had to be pulled in 1951 as it actually contained samples of uranium. Whoops. Hey, you got something we can put in this kit that glows? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, you got some uranium. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here, kids. Oh. I know just the thing. Dude, I had a bunch of these. I uh -oh. didn't know I didn't know the Burger King Pokemon balls were banned. Those were good, man. Oh, I thought you were talking about the radioactive kit. I was like, I played with this all the time. No, no, no. But magnetics, man. Magnetics were banned? No, I love wow. magnetics. Magnetics? Oh no. It's like uh it's you've seen those? It's kinda like building blocks. It's kinda like erector set. It's like 
panels with magnets on the corners and then you connect them together with oh, little right. uh balls like little bearings right and you can build no you know, yeah stuff. no there's a big freaking problem kids will eat anything like literally anything and that was the problem with like water beads you know the things that just like absorb water and they grow bigger <laughs> that will explode your stomach yeah, exactly kids eat them and then just like fucking i mean an eight month old ate them and had to get surgery because they just kind of swell up big with water and you have water in you so I didn't know about this one, but in 2007, I guess Hannah Montana had a card game come out, and the card game was pumped full of lead. It had <laughs> 75 times the safe amount of lead in the card game. Oh, no. oh, well, I would assume that would be zero, so it's impressive they got 75 times zero amount of lead. Uh, 40 parts per million is, I guess, the amount you cannot have more than. So it was 75 times 40 parts per million. God, I don't know why that's so funny. Hannah Montana came out with a card game. 14 children died. Like, just oh, like, Jesus God. Christ. The jump from one to another is so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, I had never seen this, but this is amazing. Have you guys seen Kite Tubes yet? No. Kite Tubes? No. It's like an inner tube that's designed to be pulled behind a boat, which normally it sits on the water. You sit on top of the tube. You pull it with the boat super fun this is one of those that's designed to generate aerodynamic lift oh no and it would just go like 10 20 <laughs> feet in the air but it's you're not strapped into that you sit on top of those and hold onto a handle holy shit so you just have your kid up on a tube 20 feet in the air above water going 20 miles an hour then they slam down oh they don't just drop it probably just whips them straight into Yikes. the water <laughs> <laughs> Like just oh my god three people died oh my god oh no i mean honestly though i kind of want to try it like i'm not gonna lie i mean it looks fun but it does look incredibly dangerous yeah quote it just all depends on the conditions it's okay but you've got to be careful anyway lawn darts are terrifying and kids are morons and yeah. i can't believe i'm alive but i did it I survived lawn darts. Good God. This Gilbert company had another dangerous product where you could blow glass, which had to be at a thousand degrees Fahrenheit to blow. <laughs> Here, have some uranium and molten glass, children. <laughs> Gilbert. Wait, I'm seeing another. God, Gilbert is aperture science of the 1950s. Another Gilbert, Gilbert Caster Kit Jr. Casting lead figures. You create molten lead and then pour it into a cast to cast figurines out of lead. <laughs> What the hell, man? Oh, no. God damn. The oh, picture God. is a kid with no safety gear whatsoever, no mask or respiratory stuff, just pouring molten lead into a cast and playing with it. Gilbert, what the fuck, dude? Oh, my God. Okay, so this kind of goes deeper. Alfred Carlton Gilbert was an American inventor, athlete, magician, toy maker, and businessman. But he was best known for making the Erector set which is like metal connects or something like that. Oh yeah, a retro set's dope. Yeah. God, he founded Misto Manufacturing, a manufacturer of magic sets. I think this guy might have just been a wizard or something. Like he was just trying to hide in plain sight. Like, good God. Nickname, the man who saved Christmas. I think this dude might actually secretly hate children. <laughs> like he's just sitting there like, all right, what else can we have these stupid fucking kids do uh molten glass uranium <laughs> crystal meth everybody loves crystal meth let's make a kit <laughs> where you use your parents oven and uh, the appropriate chemicals to refine and then create crystal meth and then the kids yeah. can sell oh it my. and make a little money to support their family 
<laughs> yeah. Wow. This guy also won gold in the pole vault in the 1908 London Olympics. Wow. He had a movie made about him. No, a biography. The man who changed how boys and toys were made. <laughs> yeah. God damn. <laughs> yeah, give him a little uranium. They're made different after that. No, there was a movie in 2002. The man who saved Christmas, the movie. Saved Christmas. <laughs> the man who saved Christmas. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Blow some glass, little Timmy. TV movie about A.C. <sighs> oh, my God. Jason Alexander plays A.C. Gilbert. What? What? George Costanza from Seinfeld, Jason oh! Alexander, the actor, plays A.C. Gilbert what in hell? that movie. <laughs> also starring Kelly Rowan, Ari Cohen, C. David Johnson, or, um, Jane Eastwood. I'm knowing wow. these people in decreasing extents. But freaky Jason Alexander was in the movie. Wow. That is wow. something special. I kind of want to watch that. Apparently Burger King had to recall their Pokeball toys from the Pokemon stuff back in 1999. Apparently people choked like the suction from the Pokeball gets stuck to their face and a couple of kids died from that. I didn't know that one either. Yeah. I had those. I love those toys. I think I still do somewhere. Yeah. With the, the one with like that had the gold plated Pokemon cards in them or something like that. I think those might have been the later iteration. The one that's pictured at least is just one that has like one of the fat Pikachu models in it. It's like a cheap looking plastic <laughs> Pokeball. Yeah. God. Oh, I'm man. Watch I'm, this movie. Uh, yeah. I'm going to watch the movie. I'm looking at things like that. They're just like dumb shit that kids do. And do you guys remember like. I didn't do it as a kid, but I imagine if I had known about it, I would have. And maybe even talking about this is terrible. You know what? I'm not going to talk about this. We are not advocating here on Distractable anything that kids don't do stupid shit. I feel like you have to talk about it now. What All the right, hell is so that? It, no, it's, it's probably everybody knows. It's where you like bend over and you like breathe really heavily. And then you like take in a big breath and you stand up straight and you like squeeze as hard as you can. It'll like make you pass out or something like that. Like just like <laughs> passing out is not a hard thing to do. Like, cause I sometimes squat down on the floor and then I'll stand up and I'm about to pass out. Like it's not a difficult thing to do, but it's just like, why as a kid, is it just like, holy shit, I can pass out. <gasps> and it's like, why, why, why is that like a desire? I don't know. I guess cause you see uh, it happen in a movie or something. You're like, oh man, that's cool. I wish I could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever wondered what it's like to bite into nerds' gummy clusters? They're fruity. They're tangy. They're gummy. And they're crunchy. Nerds Gummy Clusters, a union of fruity sweet gummy and tangy crunchy nerds. Unleash your senses. Shop now at nerdscandy.com. I guess I got to go through my stories, yeah, but real quick before yeah, I do, bring this there's back an around. actual uh, Bob flubber. Hang on, wait, 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 This is related to their toys. You're out of line. You're out of line, man. You're out of line. You're out of line. Don't you dare. Hit me. Don't Take you talk points. back to me. I want you to hurt me. Uh, you don't even have any points. Okay. You have zero points. Take some away anyway. And it could stay that way. It could stay that way. I don't want any points. I don't want your points. They're tainted points. They're like Gilbert points. <clears throat> Gilbert was a hero, an American hero. We all know that. AC Gilbert saved Christmas, you blasphemer. Uh, go blow some glass. Anyway, Bob, 50 points. Good job. Oh, thanks. You're welcome, man. You're welcome. All right, wait. How do I get? Uh, nothing so far. All right. But, you know, that depends on how good your story is. Well, not all that great. So, I guess the shorter one. So, it was like the day before picture day. I was probably, well, I guess we were probably around the same age. So, we were probably like fourth, fifth grade. And uh, my brother was probably like first grade. 
and uh, my mom had taken us out to get like haircuts, get cleaned up, made sure we had clothes for picture day because it was always a big thing because of, you know, picture day meant that that was a picture that was going in the yearbook. And then you got all those little pictures that you'd give family and the bigger ones you'd put in the family frames and stuff like that. And uh, we got home. I think my mom was working on dinner. I was hanging out playing video games. It was like time to eat. And my mom calls us in like, hey, guys, time to come grab your food. So I come in, start dipping up. She's dipping up. And we're like, huh. Where's Zach? That's my brother, my little brother. And Zach, nothing. Huh. Maybe he went and like fell asleep. We go down the hallway toward his bedroom and the bathroom door is closed. And we're like, oh, okay. Maybe he's just using the restroom. And we hear like a... It was a noise we didn't really... We understood the cutting noise. The other one we didn't really know. We're like, Zach? And he's like, I'm busy. We're like, what What are you doing in there? Nothing. And... Dude, at this point, my mom's opening the door because she knows that he's up to no good. And she opens the door. And even though he'd just gotten a haircut, he's got a pair of scissors. And he has his hair cut all kinds of weird and uneven. And he's got a permanent marker that he's marking all over his face the day before picture day. Because I guess he decided he wanted to be a Native American for picture day. So he was trying to give himself some haircut. I don't know. He thought he was cutting his hair to look like a... I don't know what. And he was trying to give himself like facial tattoos with the permanent marker, which, you know, as a kid, what he did was just squiggle permanent marker all over his face. Um, Wait, how old was he? First grade. First grade, you said, right? First so grade. Okay, so six really years old. Young. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very yeah, young. A little kid. I, I wish I could, I mean, like, I don't have the pictures on me, but I wish I could show the pictures because my mom had to shave his head. So I had to fully shave his head and we couldn't quite get the permanent marker gone. So they were not great pictures. Oh my God. That was a really minor uh, story that I remembered. Yeah, yeah. I lived on a street, I guess it's around the same age, maybe a little bit older. I was probably more like eight or nine. And I lived at like the beginning of my street and then... About, I don't know, 13 houses, 14 houses down was the end of the street where I had a, a friend who lived there. And we used to go to each other's houses all the time. We had like those Razor scooters we would ride around. And sometimes I'd pack up, like I had a PlayStation, I'd pack up like in a plastic bag, which probably wasn't very safe in hindsight. Just ride it down to his house on my scooter. But neither one of us really had a great yard for a tree house. We had like one tree in our yard. And he had a bunch of trees, but they were all like, the branches were way too high for us to do anything with. But we really wanted a tree house. And halfway between our houses, there was a house on the left that was hidden behind just a row of pine trees. And those pine trees were real easy to climb up into. Like the branches were low. They were nice and thick, sturdy. We'd go climb in them sometimes and hang out. So we decided we were going to grab all of the big sticks and limbs from our yards and take them to our neighbor's yard and build a tree house. So on our scooters, we made like, it had to have been 10 to 20 trips back and forth from our houses, just bringing our dead limbs to this neighbor's yard. And we started trying to construct a treehouse with no nails, no nothing. We just literally laid sticks across different branches and tried to build this treehouse. And eventually, I guess the neighbor caught on that something weird was going on because he came over and we had just a mound of garbage in their yard. And uh, all of these limbs laid across a couple branches that we were trying to stand on that were definitely not thick enough to be stood on. Oh God. And the dude, uh, basically just comes out screams at us to get the hell out of there we never went to his yard again again this isn't like a super high end story just a stupid thing we did of trying to build a treehouse in a neighbor's yard so not a climactic ending other than getting yelled at but in hindsight trying to build a treehouse in a neighbor's yard not our finest moment <laughs> yeah i mean i've done tons of stuff in in neighbors yards that we weren't supposed to do i mean it was like this one our, our neighborhood one house had like a hill 
like a good hill. And so we would always sneak over to that house and we would go down that hill in every way we can. In the winter it was sliding, but in the summer that didn't stop us. So you know those red wagons, the red oh, yeah. wagons that apparently everyone has? Oh, yeah. Like, um, we would just like take that up all the way to the top. We would take off the sides. You know, we sure, didn't want those sure. in the way. And we would ride that bad boy down the hill. And when I say hill, maybe this is kid brain, but I'm pretty sure it was like a 50-degree drop down this hill. Like, by the time we got down to the bottom, which was just trees, by the way, so we had to try to stop before we got to the trees, which we would hit. And so, like, we would just, like, like go down there all the all the time. And, oh, the reason we took down the sides is because when we wiped out, which we did because that's the only way to stop it, it really hurt when you hit those wooden sides. <laughs> So we'd like our our collarbones would like like across across the red, and we'd just be tossed oh. out. And just, like I imagine the neighbors looking out and seeing these kids just screaming down there, like and then like they fling out, and I bet our limbs like just like like cartwheeling through the air. And then we sit on the ground for a second, get back up, and then push the cart back up the hill to do it all over again. Like it's just oh man, being a kid and being invulnerable was great. I mean, that sounds fun. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that sounds really fun. I mean, I'm into that. We had a swimming pool a little bit later on, and uh, I remember we decided that doing belly flops seemed like a good idea, but we thought we'd up the ante, and my mom had these, like, pool floats that sat just on the top of the water to where if you were, like, laying on them, a layer of, like, water would go on your back, too, but you'd still, like, be floating. Yeah. And we were like, mm -hmm. those are perfect. And I remember we tried to belly flop on those a couple times and it hurt like no fucking other because you jump off the diving board. Of course, you didn't just jump off the side. You had to go off the diving board oh, yeah. and then belly flop onto a mat that had like just a thin layer of water on top. And then it was just a fucking mat. Ugh. Oh, my God. that was another dumb one. Speaking of swimming pools. So I had some I forget if it was family or friends of family in Michigan. We would go up for like that's where most of my family was. So we'd go up to Michigan all the time in the summer for holidays. And we had this one house we would go to that had like one of those above ground circular pools. Yeah. Where it was like, it wasn't that deep and it wasn't that large, you know? And inevitably, when enough kids got in the pool, that thing would happen where someone was like, let's all run in the same direction and turn it into uh -huh. a whirlpool. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm a big kid, but I was always like one of the younger kids in this group. So all the teenagers would start doing this and I'm like, my head is above water, but I'm like standing on my toes, like barely above the water as it is. And I'm like down, I'm the whirlpool is fun, right? There was always the same progression of the whirlpool for me as the one of the smaller kids where it starts and you're like, oh, I feel it. Like if you stop moving for a second, it still pulls you along and you're like, yes, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. working. <laughs> but all the teenagers are like faster. Come on, like they're all like, you know, puberty roided out. Teenagers are like, I can go faster. They're going like full speed. There's always a turning point where like, I'm running, I'm running. My feet aren't touching the ground anymore. I'm kind of floating. Now I'm in the center spinning. And it goes from like being in a fun thing that everyone's doing to the teenagers making a toilet that's flushing the small children into the center. <laughs> And, uh, and all the small kids are like bouncing off each other in the middle, just like, oh, this is fun. Like, and you're like, you're probably not going to drown. But like, as a kid, you're kind of like, oh, ooh, ooh, fun, but scary. Ooh, mostly scary. Oh, man. But like, I'm not going to tell them to stop. That's not cool. Yeah, I, I don't know why, I just remember this. Wade, were you there? Tyler was over in LA one time, and we were over at the pool. And then he was like, Tyler was like, hey, 
let's all run in a circle around the pool. And I was like, super cool. Like, yeah, but the pool was way too fucking big to do this. It was like, it was like an apartment pool. And so we're just like, <laughs> and there's only like five of us. So we're all like running in a circle around the pool. Like, yeah, yeah, we're going to get to work. It's going to great. And I just remember like, I'm having an out of body experience of this memory. Like, did we look like fucking idiots to all the other oh. apartments that must have been looking down yes. at us? Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Like, just, just, were you there, I don't Wayne? think I was there for that one, unfortunately. Oh, no. God, no. Thank God. That's 100% one of those situations where it's like a TV show, right? Yeah. The one shot is you down in it, and it's like sloshing, and you guys are looking at each other, making eye contact, <laughs> and running, and then cut to like the third floor balcony, someone sitting there having a coffee, just looking just like, wow, oh, fucking idiots. Wait. <laughs> I might have been there. Yeah, I thought you were there. <laughs> oh, God, this memory I thought I'd blocked out just came back of us yeah, running in a... But, I mean, like, I don't know why now I'm looking at it and thinking that it was dumb, because at the moment I remember being like, oh, yeah, we're going to make a whirlpool. But then, like, we tried for, like, 30 minutes or something, and it was, like, not moving the water in it. <laughs> yeah, there were, like, five of us total in the pool, and it was a big, yeah. like, public pool, and we didn't do anything. I know, I know. And I'm like, I'm not knocking Tyler for the idea. We were all on board with it but now i'm just like gosh were we idiot did we look dumb we needed like 13 more people for it to even be possible to start that thing 100 percent. there were like three people who either watched you for a while or saw you at some point and walked away and were just like oh my god these idiots yeah. if this is the place i'm thinking of it was kind of like later in the evening or night too so like it... yeah no that was exactly it yeah that was oh, exactly man. It. oh good time fun good stuff time. man fun stuff. It's a nice pool yeah no not bad not i was like bad. you really enjoyed it <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like we were seven you years old again did you guys so God. mark you try and hurt yourself i don't know what your deal is wait did you ever have anything that happened to you when you were a kid that like you should have like broken your spine or something because i have this memory of i think it was maybe my birthday i don't know i got this thing it was essentially a boy's dollhouse right it's like a castle but it like opened up in the back and you had little figurines and you could play in the castle and like the drawbridge would go down it was like a whole play set sort yeah. of deal when i was a little kid like i was maybe in second or third grade so it was like, if I picked it up, it was taller than my head. It was a few feet tall and I was a short little-ish kid. And I just got really excited. I was playing with it in like the family room where everyone's hanging out. And at some point I'm just making a huge mess being really loud and annoying. And at some point the adults are like, hey buddy, why don't you bring that downstairs? Why don't you clean that up? Why don't you bring that cool toy away from us? <laughs> Mm -hmm. And I just was like so hype about this toy that I had that I just hooked everything inside. I closed up the castle thing and just picked it up and was like, okay, and just went to run downstairs. And I swear to God, I tripped six inches before even taking the first step down the stairs to the basement yeah. and went head over heels tumbling around the castle and landed in a heap with it on top of me at the bottom. Just like I didn't even move. And I was just like, am I dead? <laughs> Is this a, am I dead? And like my dad came down and was like, what the hell? Because all the adults heard was, you know, insane racket of child falling downstairs. Yeah. But, but then he sees me and it's a whole thing, not a scratch. I laid there for a minute and then dad looked at me and he's like, I don't know, call the ambulance. And I stood up and I was like, yeah, I think I'm fine. And just went and played. And like, oh, if I did that as an adult, 
I would be fucking dead. If I fell down a half flight of stairs in my current physical condition, yeah. I would never be the same again. <laughs> I would be ruined. Oh, man. I don't know why I just thought of this, but there was one time when I was a kid where I wasn't stupid. It was like the first time I made a cold, calculated decision. And I know that sounds weird, but I was like 9 or 10 or... No, I must have been like 10 or 11. Somewhere in that range, right at the cutoff. But my dad was dating this terrible person who I have no problem saying is a terrible, horrible person. Awful, terrible human being. Wow, rough. If we read the morning newspaper comics before them, they would... They they actually they discovered that we did, and then they burned the comics after they read it every time. That's how terrible this person That's was. A weird that reaction. We, children, if we read the morning comics before her, she started to burn them after she read them. That's how terrible this person is. And that is just that's the most minor thing that she did. And so uh, one day. She's driving me to the grocery store, and I want this, like, toy, like, little dart gun. You know, it's a, it shoots little sticky darts. Yeah, like a cheapo little suction cup yeah. pistol, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah gotcha. a little pistol, got little suction cups things on them. And, and so I open it in the car, and I shoot it to the front windshield. I'm in the backseat. And uh, this this person does not like this very much. So they turn around, and they say, like, you know, they yell at me, like, hey, don't do that. And so, like, I point the gun at her. And then she's looking at me, like, with this expression, like, and she says, you won't shoot me. And in my head, and again, I'm 10 years old at this time, I look inside of myself and I ask myself, am I prepared for all of the unbelievable consequences that this action is about to unleash upon me? And the answer that was tossed forward from the back of my mind was, yes, I am. <laughs> and I pulled the trigger and shot her dead between the eyes. <laughs> it didn't stick. I wanted it to stick on her forehead Ugh. so badly, but it didn't. And then she was like so pissed. We were at a stoplight and then she just fucking spins the car around in a U-turn for some reason, I guess to go back in the parking lot so that she could scream at me for a bit. But the whole time I was just like, that might be the first cold calculated decision I've ever made. And I was in so much trouble. I was in so much trouble after that one. Was it worth it? Oh, God, yeah, I'd do it again now. <laughs> I would get, like, a dart minigun right now. I would just blast it. I know that she's probably extremely old and or dead right now, but just like... Terrible person. Stole my dad's car. Stole your dad's car? What the hell? Yeah, after they broke up, because, you know, they were terrible. So, <laughs> stole my dad's car. God damn. Just a really horrible human being. Anyway. Well, you asked me if I did anything stupid where I should have, like, died or broken a bone. I don't know what age I was, so it might be a little bit older. But I do remember um, I had a friend who had these, like, exercise balls. I think his mom, like, used exercise, like, balls to, like, you know, I don't know what the hell you do on them because I don't really know much. I think you sit on them and I don't fucking know. But we decided that the best way to use them was to go into their family room where they had, like, a coffee table and all this, like, wooden furniture with a lot of jagged edges and a uh, brick fireplace. And to... Compete to see who could jump, land, and stand on them the longest and try to maintain their balance. And, I mean, just to cut to the chase, nothing terrible ever ended up happening. It almost did many times because this is something we did on not one occasion, but probably like five to ten occasions. But yeah, we got more and more brave the less anything bad ever happened. And it got to the point where we would do like sprinting starts, run, jump, try not to hit our head on the doorway, land on one of these balls, balance ourselves, And it would always end with like bouncing off or going flying somewhere. And we'd hit our back against them like, oh, but you know, to be tough, it's like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I can do it again right now. 
But in hindsight, looking at all of the sharp things, the glass, the bricks, just the thought of, you know, bouncing off and landing on our backs and things, like, probably should have broken something, probably should have cut something, needed stitches, been murdered. Don't recommend anyone doing that, but at the time it was really fun, and we had zero consequences and never learned anything from our actions. Sounds super fun. Ah, oh, God, you know, someone's gotta get hurt. Someone's gotta get hurt. By the way, speaking of getting hurt, guys, do you want to play lawn darts with this thing that I just found for some reason? The lawn dart launcher? <laughs> It's a stinger oh my dart launcher. It's a tactical. I love the word tactical in anything. Tactical ballistic dart gun launcher blaster. No, stinger tactical ballistic dart gun launcher blaster. Sure, sure. These images are terrifying. It comes in four colors. They're beautiful. Oh, those are safeties. Oh, those are long, slender darts. Yeah, that is a murder <laughs> dart. That is a five-pronged murder dart or five murder darts. There are five separate ones. Oh. It looks like a... Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, I think we should play essentially laser tag, but with those. <laughs> Everyone gets one on each wrist, so you get 10 shots total. Just release us into a warehouse full with rusty pointy stuff, and oh last one standing wins. Ooh. <laughs> just this whole website is just a nightmare. Yeah, so what? This is bladeaddict.com. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Wow. Look at all these things that look oh really good. Oh, my God. I want American flags on my tomahawks. That makes sense. Oh, I love the sword section. Oh, there's a sword section. Oh, just so many good swords. Oh, my God. God, I... I've never imagined myself as a sword guy. I just don't see the appeal. However, I do have bed knife, which is a sword I got from right. the Renaissance Festival. <laughs> These are way too cheap. 35 bucks for a sword. They're probably like cast aluminum or something like what do these say what they are it says high carbon steel for 50 bucks i don't believe you no way that's a 440 stainless steel blade for no 35 dollars for two 23 inch like machetes well you know the middle ages are over so deflation is probably in effect but, but an 18 inch full tang machete <laughs> The metal, for 25 bucks, the metal alone costs more than that. I feel like we're doing a sponsorship for this company. These prices are so unbelievably low. If you use the code distractible, you might as well be getting it for free. No, no I think we were talking mad shit about this company. Yeah. I kind of want to buy one of these now just to see how garbage it is. This feels like the soldier store of knives. <laughs> like this whole thing. I'm not going to lie. Uh, great. We haven't done a soldier update on this show, but man, we should. How are yeah. you doing? Wait, you had a soldier update recently, didn't you? Uh, there was one like a few days ago. Let me see what it was. It was nothing too crazy. It wasn't like episode worthy for a whole episode, but uh, dude, yeah, yeah. this is the website where you get butterfly knife combs from. I always wondered about that. Did you know? Did you guys have that friend when you were kids who had like a switchblade comb or like a butterfly no. knife comb? <laughs> Where you know they it looks it, oh it looks God. like a knife, but then they're like and then it's just a comb for their hair. But every teacher ever would see that and be like, No, no, you do not bring that to school. I'm keeping that till the end of the day. And the student was always like, a bitch. Oh man, the comb. I fucking love the comb. God, this is where you get that. This is that website where all those well, but so I always wondered that, right? Because this didn't exist. Like, what do kids now have access to that we didn't have access to? Because there was the one place that I knew of as a kid where you could get, like, a knife. If you were just really desperate to have a knife, because kids like that for some reason. There was a, a local, like, game shop 
it was right next to like a Chinese and Asian cultural shop where they had like, you know, lucky cats and, and tea sets and just like a variety of things from like Pacific Asian sort of countries. And I didn't know anything about it. But in the back of that shop, they had one glass case with all these like pocket knives and switchblades and things. And that was the place where they didn't give a fuck how young you were. If you walked in and had the cash and you were like, that knife, here's the cash. The guy behind the counter was just like, all right, here's your knife. <laughs> supposed to be like 18. That guy don't care. Business is business and business is good. Yeah, well, 40 bucks is 40 bucks and he doesn't care. These knives are cheap from China knockoffs. You know, he paid five bucks each. Give me the cash. Oh my God, this is beautiful. Anyway, sorry, what is the soldier update? All right, so he spent $200,000 on a car, a Maybach truck. Maybach is a pretty high-end brand. And then started complaining about how ugly it was and how much he disliked it. So basically he spent, yeah, he dropped 200 grand on a truck just to talk about how much it was a terrible truck and not worth buying. And I guess he had some kind of showdown, uh, a versus battle, I don't know, with Bow Wow, which he almost got canceled because of uh, something that happened with security. I was trying to, like I said, I was trying to catch up on all the news here and I was seeing if there was anything else. Every like day, there's a soldier update of some kind. It's just a matter of digging deep to find the juicy bits in there. <laughs> Um, he's always up to something. Man, if he did daily vlogs, he'd be great. I mean, he invented Logan Paul. I don't know if you knew that. He invented Logan oh, Paul? Oh, shit. That's crazy. Why did he, he, he do invented? that? Yeah, back in 2015, he took a photo with him, which made him the Logan Paul he is today, apparently. My God. He's the reason existence itself occurs. Whoa. He is Logan Paul's true father. Yeah. Who knew? God, does that explain a lot, or does that make it more confusing? I don't know. I've got like 30 articles open to scan through different, different little tidbits about Soldier Boy just to get those sweet, juicy nuggets. Oh my god! Imagine though spending two hundred thousand dollars on something and be like, "Yeah, I kind of hate it." Wait, I don't. Sorry, this is just so weird. I don't want to click on this website, but the headline is Soldier Boy heavily dating Kim Kardashian. Heavily what dating. Does heavily, heavily dating, dating mean? Wow. What does heavily dating mean? Oh. Oh my god. Well, you gotta click to find out. <laughs> I don't want to make so many viruses. <laughs> I'm clicking on it. Here I go. I'm going in. Heavily dating. Ah! Uh, it's, it's fine. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's not fine. It's not fine. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. There's a lot of ads. It looks weird. This website feels wrong. I'm linking to it for you guys. It seems oh, safe. Oh, Thanks. I'll let you talk about it. Looks safe. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. But the font is weird and the sizing is odd and everything is wrong. You're not convincing me to click on this. No, click on it. It's fine. Oh, whoa. What happened? I know. It's weird. This is like if an AI made a news website. <laughs> it's strange. I don't get it. What's wrong with this website? Through Ben, through Ben, through, single reason, must certainly face many proposals for men among the approaches identified. That of Soldier Boy is undoubtedly the most offbeat to date. Soldier Boy trolls again, I invented Logan Paul. I don't know. Dredging quite heavily the future, dredging, dredging quite heavily the future ex-wife of Kanye West? <laughs> wow, uh, maybe that means something I don't know what it means, but I don't think any person should dredge another person. It doesn't sound yeah. good. I have to say, I didn't know Kimye had broken up. I didn't know. Uh, is that real? Yeah, I think so. This is a, a brand of news I don't dive into all that often, but when I do, I always feel like I'm in over my head. All right. How'd we go from kid accidents to soldier boy? <laughs> I don't know, man. That is the essence of distractible, my friend, and I will award points for getting us there. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, you're hosting? 
I'm hosting. You guys should have a versus battle. Okay, it's time to tally the points because this episode is running a little long. Uh, this week's episode, I'm going to award points based on how distracted we got and how many tangents we walked upon. Bob, I know that we went on several tangents and we got to the interesting uh, territory of Alfred Gilbert and discovering about his life and the man who stole Christmas and the movie thereof. Or the man who <laughs> didn't steal, who the saved who Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> A.C. Grinchbert, the man who stole Christmas. I want to add that I brought up the two Gilbert products. Yeah, you brought... Well, one of the Gilbert products Two. of glass blowing. I think the other one, Uranium. no, the, the chemistry scent. No, that was Bob, was it not? No. Nope. I brought up the uh, lead smelting one. Right, the lead smelting. You brought okay. up the radioactive one. Okay, so I will give credit for Wade on that one. That is a Wade credit. Thank so this you. point for the each set, that's two points. I'm wiping the board clean of points. Everyone has zero points. Oh. Wade, two points for that. Getting to Alfred Gilbert is another point. Bob, we went on many tangents there. I discovered the dart gun thing, and there was several other that I'm going to give you one point for the... No, you keep your point for the first story and the title. The story I am so was lost good. on these points. No, let him keep going. He's getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So, Bob, you get a point for the first story. You get a point for the story itself because it led to talking about toys instead of kids just being dumb, which opened up a lot of things. Wade still gets those three points. Uh, Bob, you get another point because of the somehow something you said got me to the dart blaster gun. Lawn darts. That was it. Yep, the long darts for yeah. the dart. Soldier update gets a point. Bob, your stories were more substantial and had conclusions. So I'm going to give you two points. All right. So it's I 42. That's what I've heard. Bob's a winner. I disagree with that part, but I agree with the rest. <laughs> I agree with Mark's math. I'm grading purely on tangents alone, and I think we went on more tangents with Bob. If anybody on the subreddit can help us calculate the math that we just heard, let us know. <laughs> I'm going to come up with a nice grading system for, like, number of tangents. For each, like, branch off, and either one of you can do it, I'm going to actually come up with a better grading system that's, like, for every branch, it's a point. Like, as farther away we get is, like, total distance traveled. It's like a pyramid scheme of podcasting. Yeah, exactly. I'm actually going to need a notebook and be like, okay, one branch, one branch, 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 branch. Wait, how much money did we earn, then, from the scheme? Oh, you money. didn't earn any. Oh, oh. no, yeah, no. Is that, am I no, the schemed? No, no. Yeah, you're at the bottom. <laughs> oh. you're, the, you're the hypotenuse. You lose. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, man. This is the way it goes. I thought pyramid schemes were like uh, equilateral triangle pyramids. <laughs> oh, it's mm. not equal. No, no. Oh. All right. Well, congratulations to Bob on your big win. Uh, Thank you. Everybody at home can... That was just me doing Wade's voice. It's okay. That was really impressive. Extra point for that. I was totally convinced. That sounded just like him, right? Yeah, that was pretty good. Wow. So I, I guess Wade don't even show up next week because Bob can take your spot and do both parts. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going on vacation. <laughs> Uh, we get some uh, lawn darts you. and have a party. <laughs> you can find us here every Monday on your favorite podcast platform. Subscribe, join, follow, or whatever it is to keep up with these, or just show up on Monday at midnight when these release. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to us. Hope you had a wonderful drive or whatever you were doing at work. Hope we were able to entertain you for a little bit longer. And if you don't follow this podcast, then we will come find you, and we will subject you to all the horrors that we experienced as a child. I didn't have many. Podcast out! <laughs> Yeah, Mark, you forgot the outro, damn. <laughs> right, I did, I did, I did. Is that an extra but, point? Do I win now? No, I did, I did my Wade impression. That was my... That was my oh, oh, yeah, that was good. It was a little gravelly. That was good, right? Man, you guys really don't need me. I've been, like, That's really good. Are you even real? I don't need to be anymore. No, that was me. Oh, well, don't need to be anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Me again. <laughs> I don't think it works as well if you actually talk. <laughs> I don't need me anymore. Yeah, you know, I don't need me anymore. All right, fine. Podcast out. <laughs>